previously on the twist cast i have no i i don't, fuck, I don't fuck know fuck if we know you, I, I don't you know. guys tell us we don't know at this point it's been no, so long we're completely lost <laughs> i'm is an abstract concept this year and we don't fucking know so uh, what is, what is today even i have no I, idea i i am been off since wednesday whatever the fuck that was i i don't know Dude, I've been home because I had to quarantine due to you know, potential COVID exposure. Mm. I am lost as shit. I don't, I don't know where I am or who I am even right I, now. I used to rely on work to tell me what day of the week it was. But like yeah. the last few weeks, I've had to work weekends. So I've had no fucking clue. That's gone. That's completely gone. So uh, in the current abyss in which we occupy, um, <laughs> everybody, welcome to the Twist Cast. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. And we are here to get to get our shit together, um, to give you some news, possibly some possibly, and uh, maybe we'll find our way out of this thing. Who knows? We won't. Uh, like probably another six months. We'll see. Yeah. So, uh, as we do with all these, let's start out with Mike and the news. Mike, take it away. All right. So, just a way straight heads up here is a shit ton of news. Some of it's older, some of it's newer. We're just gonna roll straight something's through. Hard, something's blue. Stop it. Stop. It. <laughs> we'll pretend that it's all new and just act surprised. Yeah. Uh, so, as always, start with comic books. Uh, Batman Catwoman is on sale uh, as of December first, which is like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, it's out. It's out now. It's out now. You can read it. Are those two uh, still getting married? <laughs> Uh, that's that's more complex than we have time for right now. Uh. <laughs> Let's just not do that. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis is ending his Superman and Action Comics run this month, uh, and said that he will be picking up something else uh, exclusive to DC. He said yeah. it's it's big enough to get him to clear the deck. Um, he said Who's it's months girl? away, but he'll talk about it more. God when, no. When the uh, when the world isn't on fire, he was in Portland at the time. Of those like West Coast fires, uh, so he was like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with that when you know there's time to deal with it." I don't know if I have to leave my house or not. Slash, if I Error. live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dark Knight's Death Metal got three one shots uh, in the month of December this month that we're currently in, uh, and we're just rolling. Uh, the Kingdom Come creator, um, Kingdom Come co-creator Mark Wade. He is doing one. Did one of those one shots. Uh, there is an update on a Silk book. Uh, it was it was delayed, but it just won't be del- forever delayed. It was supposed to come out in July. Um, you know, COVID just like comics already had a yeah. tenuous relationship with with, <laughs> with timelines on time on time <laughs> releases, and COVID was just like nope. <laughs> Uh, there is a long-awaited Dawn of X series being scheduled for next year, which is exciting because I've been all about the X-Men uh, titles this year. It's been great. DC has recently canceled Batman Beyond. Uh, that title comes and goes. It sucks, but there. Is Hopefully, they is. bring up another series at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a Justice League event called Endless Winter, which will bring back Black Adam and introduce a new surprise DC villain. Hmm. I I don't know how I feel about introducing these n- new villains in these giant events. Sometimes it just gets a little little weird. Yeah, I mean I understand that sometimes they can kind of get lost in the story, um, but I feel like those massive events are like the perfect places to at least like showcase what this villain's about. I would think. Here's the other weird thing: um, DC is doing event into event into event, mm-hmm. so Death Metal is wrapping up, rolling straight into Endless Winter. 
rolling straight into something called Future State, which is basically a futuristic DC universe for like two months, and then coming back with basically what seems like it's going to be a hard line reset uh, in like March of 2021. Now that so, Future State that intrigues me. It does. There's there's multiple Batman. Um, like like oh i think i remember seeing that uh one of them is luke fox right uh, i think it's luke I yeah think it's luke. don't quote me on that uh, but it looks it looks awesome it looks awesome but it's just crazy i feel like dc's having like a going going out of business sale like with their stories <laughs> they're just Take like yep all. we got this we got this we got this here you go here you go <laughs> you full oprah and you get a comic and you get an event and you get an event <laughs> It's and guess what? We feels... don't need, we don't have just one, but five Batman. It's like what? It's like what? Why do we need more? We only call need ne- one. Call in the next five minutes, and we'll throw in another Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more Kryptonians, though. We're done with them. Oh fuck them! <laughs> uh, DC has a new general manager, and they aim to quote leverage the cultural power of the company to for a quote increasingly diverse global fan base. So. As a result, I think you're seeing more diversity in the heroes, and I think you're seeing a lot of that with Future State. Um, there's yeah. just a lot more cultural diversity there, which is kind of cool. It's cool, but if it's a, like a limited event sort of thing, isn't like, a lot of that going to get undone? Is that kind of a slap in the face? Like, yeah. I don't know what their plans are. Like, it's like I don't want to be diverse enough to make this permanent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kind of make you happy for a little bit. Uh, so writer uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson has a new Marvel Comics project in the works, which is cool, of course. Uh, after X of Swords, uh, New Mutants gets a new writer, Vita Ayala, which is which is cool, but a little sad because that book has been awesome. It's just been great. Did you say X of Swords? Yes. <laughs> it's X of Swords, Ten of Swords. They've. It's not clear which even um, ten of swords it makes sense within the context of the story it it makes perfect sense like the the event's actually been phenomenal all right i'll take a word on that yeah and and of course just call it ten swords or swords x (laughs) that sounds more badass but just even x swords like that would be better Yeah, whatever. I don't care about the name. I care about we're the story. Being, we're being nitpicky at this point. <laughs> Honestly, the way that the mutant scene has been so scrambled lately, like it's nice to have this clarity and like united vision. So uh, I don't care about naming conventions. Just give me a good story. There. Yep. Uh, so there is a one shot of Fantastic Four that came out this month and it's basically being described as Fantastic Four meets Cronenberg body horror. <laughs> uh, it's called Fantastic Four Road Trip and it's grisly. I actually have it downstairs. I'm, it's one of the things I'm going to read very, very soon. Uh, and uh, it looks it looks gnarly. Uh, DC's new Rorschach miniseries is set in 2020 and is said to deal with the anger that we all feel. I don't know that that's a great selling point for that book right now. And and honestly, God, I've been reading it and it makes no sense. <laughs> like no sense. It's only like three issues in, but just I feel more angry. <laughs> I, I like, do. I do because I, I'm so lost. So I love Rorschach as a character and he fits well in the Watchmen stuff. But I feel like he works better as a supporting character, not as the main focus. Agree. Hard agree. How many cans of beans does he eat? Don't worry about the beans. 
does he spill them at least? Like, I want to know. I mean, occasionally. I mean, you can't have beans without spilling them sometimes. He's more likely to take a knife and just like stab them repeatedly, though. I mean, that's more his style. Mm. That can lead to spillage. Uh, The Phoenix Force will pick a new host uh, starting with the Avengers uh, starting this month in December, which is great. There is a Modoc book that, that actually recently came out, very funny, written by Patton Oswald. Uh, who are, <laughs> and he's, he's doing it with his partner, Jordan Bloom, who are showrunners on the upcoming Modoc uh, animated series. Which, okay. Uh, all right. We'll you see. Know, yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do all of this. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, DC Universe transitions to the premium comic act, app DC Universe Infinite available worldwide in 2021 i don't think it was worldwide before which it was a mistake in my opinion because you were just shooting yourself in the foot like there's so much there's so much business out there like let's go let's go go get it all marvel uh has renumbered wolverine number eight as wolverine number 350 uh it came this month uh it's my bad guys my bad it's the legacy number i was way off with all these relaunches it's like frustrating because like i don't know where this fits in the overall scheme of things so like just tell me how many issues like i don't whatever it's fine it's fine it's fine it's not fine i thought you were saying like renumbered from like eight to seven or something no eight to 350 yeah i mean it's just where it sits in the in the legs i mean i don't know why they changed it it's dumb to me just leave the original numbering it's fine yeah Uh, so Jim Lee would like to do an awesome Wonder Woman run someday, uh, and he would like to add new elements to her mythology. And to me, it's like, Jim, you're running the company. Just just do it. Just, <laughs> you do whatever you want, bro. Just go do it. Hey, 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 guys. Do you, would, you, would you mind if... Would you mind I, if I did this? I kind of want to do this. I mean, you're but... the boss, Jim. You're the boss, Jim. Like, you tell us what you want. <laughs> I just want to be sure it was okay with everybody else. Anyway, uh, there was a new Eternal series that was supposed to come out this year, probably right around the same time as the movie, but that got postponed 2021. Makes sense. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man artist Ryan Ryan Otley departed the series, making way for Patrick Leeson. And uh, I got to tell you, they're both freaking awesome at Spider-Man. I like Gleason a little bit more because he does a lot of like really big eyes Spidey. And that's Mm -hmm. my favorite Spidey. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. Uh, Marvel publisher John Nee got let go as a result of cutbacks due to pandemic. You know that kind of thing happens, mm-hmm. sadly. And uh, DC finally here has some really big plans for the character Punchline in 2021. To which I say, no, oh, your favorite. You. <laughs> no. I was to say, wasn't it, no, she hasn't you. been that popular in general, right? It's not just you. I, I mean, just like there was so much hype and it just fell flat for me so i was just like nah, i'm good no thanks all right next up let's get into worlds of dc worlds so oh, you we almost know, proud about that sam yeah you did you did <laughs> you guys know that there was a whole bunch of COVID issues around robert pattinson's the batman yeah. uh, it's been off and on and off and on there's been so much like we know robert pattinson himself tested positive and then there were like several crew members after that so you know movie gets here when the movie gets here like i'm not holding my breath i i actually heard that um it wasn't like a like a positive covid test but like he showed up to set and he was just like super out of shape 
um, after being off a set for so long because, you know, the industry just shut down for a while. And apparently he just like didn't keep up with like working out and shit. Um, I mean, to so be like, fair, I think a global pandemic is a good excuse to not work out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I haven't been to a gym since this thing started. So I, I try and hit the. You boys getting chunky. At least I'm lucky that I have a gym at work, but even there, I'm like, don't go that often. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers has officially confirmed that Wonder Woman 3 is in development with Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot. Good. And, and it has been fast tracked. So. Not so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's hilarious actually because they're (laughs) like patty jenkins has gone on the record so many times saying like if we're gonna do a third like i want to take like at least you know like three or four years off you know just like give me give me a break and like gal gal gadot or is it gal gal gadot i don't know i think it's gadot I, I okay. I'm getting confused. I, I think now because I've been watching like late night shows and people have been saying Godot. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what she the is... fuck is going on anymore. But what, anyway. Israeli? I think yeah. it's yeah, Israeli, yeah. I, I don't um, know what the T is pronounced on. <laughs> but you know, she's gone on record saying that she needs a break like entirely from doing Wonder Woman. Yeah, dude, she she had back surgery, bro. Yeah. She had to get she missed the premiere of the movie back in June because she was getting back surgery because she got hurt making the movie. Yeah. No, they're going to fast track this shit because uh, you'll get to it later. Because they're greedy. Uh, so apparently, real quick tangent, according to Wikipedia, um, in Hebrew, it is Gadot. Okay. Gadot. I'll say Gadot. That's fine. <laughs> there we go. Uh, James Gunn said he considered Sportsmaster for Suicide Squad, and I thought that was interesting because Sylvester Stallone said that he's in Suicide Squad. So... If there was a guy to play Sportsmaster, I'd I guess be okay with it yeah. being Sylvester Stallone. If I he's anybody a... else, I'll be so angry. No, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger? Come on. Oh, God. I would love Jesus. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Sportsmaster. I want Schwarzenegger just involved in some aspect. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie, I'm mystified by this movie. I am so curious to see what's going to happen. I'm thinking yeah. a lot of them are going to die. And I oh, think yeah, of it's going to be amazing. I think he's gone on record die. saying that he's going to kill like half of them, right? Like they gave him free license to do whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back in October, Zack Snyder did uh, some new scenes for Justice League with the main cast. You know, except for Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah. oh, and except for Gal Gadot. Yeah. yeah, I know she's not in. The, that's not in the movie. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, speaking of Ezra Miller, the producer of that movie says that the Flash movie restarts everything in the DCEU. Um, don't think that's a great idea, but you know, Didn't whatever. They, yeah, I, so after I had watched Wonder Woman, which we'll get to in a little bit, but I thought I remember them saying that Wonder Woman was already supposed to be like a soft reboot. No, I, I don't know how. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ray Fisher is in deep negotiations for The Flash uh, amid uh, the unbelievable drama that he's been going through with uh, <laughs> with Warner Brothers. Um, so, you know, Jason Momoa came out and was like, I have his back, whatever. And he was like, yeah, there was poor treatment among the cast. And then Apparently, we found out that Joss Whedon re- reportedly ordered the complexion on a person of color change because Joss did not like the color of their skin tone, which Jesus. Ray Fisher was like, yeah, that's it. That's that, like that's the moment I got to say something. He's just ruining the movie, so on and so forth. Ugh. I mean, 
uh, if it's true, which I mean, let's be serious, it probably is. Uh, if if enough of the cast is coming out and saying something, like if it's probably true, like Ugh, yeah, you can't work anymore, bro. Sorry, you get out of here. Uh, speaking of Justice League, Henry Cavill is rumored to have signed a new deal with uh, WB to return to Superman, and he's also pitched some ideas to, for what to do with the character. Uh, I hope it's okay. better than everything that's happened so far because I've really yeah, I mean. Not- as long as they keep the writing where it was at the end of Justice League for the character, then yeah, sure. Let's give it another shot. Speaking of Justice League, both Jared Leto and Joe Manganiello are returning as their respective roles as Joker and Deathstroke for Justice League. So, so Jared Leto and eh, Joe Manganiello. I'm curious to see where that goes. Yeah, I need, I need that one. I need all of that. I'm very excited for Jared Leto to return because, you know, the, what he did was just you know not not written well and not directed very well mm. um was yeah. very was very forced and i think if if he's coming back in this and it's already reported that like it's not going to be the same look as suicide squad i don't care about the look um it's you know and there there's going to be a purpose for him to be there like there there has to be i don't think Zack Snyder would go out of his way to convince Jared yeah. Leto to come back unless it was like an integral part and something that makes complete sense because i mean we've already seen what happens when it doesn't yeah i mean they just completely get shit on and rightfully so so i don't think they're looking to go back for a round two of that Absolutely yeah not. i trust Snyder enough at this point and i'm i'm willing to give him another shot and see what he can do with the character yeah so Zack snyder also says he has a plan for justice league 2 and uh my initial reaction to that was yeah dude you, you just gave us a four-hour movie bro like can we maybe not do See that, a, a that, second movie? Like, shoot your load here. Yeah, so that's interesting because, like, just today I saw reports that, like, this reshoots for Justice League is going to be it for him because, like, Warner Brothers doesn't see a future with his DCU at this point because of how they're going with the story. Warner Brothers has, has no idea what they I mean, what they doing. don't fucking know anyway. They have but, no clue. But if, I mean, they know enough to say – because they know what the story is going to be. So if they think that – okay, yeah, however he's telling the story now, that's going to be it for this iteration, then maybe that actually is it? We'll see. We'll see. All right, so there was a slate of uh, release date changes for movies. So the Batman goes from October 1st, 2021 to March 4th, 2022. The Flash moves from June 3rd, 2022 to November 4th, 2022. So that's just Uh, never coming out. Great. Basically, I hope so. Uh, Shazam 2 moves from November 4th, 2022 to june 2nd 2023 (laughs) and speaking of never coming out black adam moves from (laughs) december 22nd 2022 2021 to undated (laughs) that's a shame because like (laughs) never coming god they've been waiting on that movie for how long now it's been it's been honestly (laughs) like over a decade yeah it's like 10 years like the rock's been attached to it for like how many years at this point it's before any of the dceu started like yeah (laughs) unbelievable all right uh so gal gadot apparently earned 33 times more for the sequel to wonder woman than she did for the original that's unreal i mean it's a that's huge but like criminally good. underpaid on the first movie then if that's the case <laughs> or oh. criminally overpaid on the second one we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> uh michael b jordan is producing a static shock film for warner brothers oh okay. yes yeah 
Yeah, I'm in for that. Um, Thank you. Kat Vasco is writing the Plastic Man movie, which will now be a female-led film. Wait, 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 wait. wait. There's a Plastic Man movie? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? I, I just don't know what's happening here. What are you doing? What? You, you're not going to make more Justice League, but you're making Plastic Man? There are, right. there are so many better characters you can make a movie about. Yeah, we all know looking... you want Booster Gold. They're I looking to out. expand. The, I would their take Bushigo over Plastic Man, <laughs> dude. It would honestly like the way they want to go is to utilize their multiverse, and um, it would make so much sense to have Booster Gold start off this new DC universe because he and sees he everything that that happens, time travel, and he could just like totally hit the reset button for everybody. Yeah, and. Everyone loves a good comedy movie, and he's just a joke. So yeah, yeah. that's true. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, the the Arrowverse is rebranding to the CW verse. Sounds. Uh, I think we talked about that before we may, on, the, yeah. on one of our Super Wednesday shows. <laughs> uh, speaking of Super, I did not mean to do that. Supergirl will be ending with uh, the upcoming season six. Makes sense. Most Benoist is having a kid, so you know. Fair enough, and like. How big of an audience do they actually have for that show I at think, this point? I, I think it's been dwindling. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think ever since the first season, I will admit the first season was interesting. Wasn't in love with it, but like I could still get behind it. Mm. And then I just lost interest. Yeah. It, it slowly fell off. You're, you're not a fan of Kryptonians anyway. So exactly. Fine. So uh, the Flash will recast Ralph in season seven and then quickly write him out. Why not just, you know, write There's him out? It's a shame because like he was a great character, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, what, yeah, what did he do? Like, he made some like racist fucking comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's fucking stupid. Or, it might have been sexist, but whatever. He made some bad comments at some yeah. point. Yeah, just, just, just cannot fly. Cannot fly right now. Yeah, I'm glad that they're taking a stand on it at least. So yeah, yeah. Look, you, like it, like superheroes are all about inclusion, like from the jump. So like, if you do something like that, of course they're gonna clip you. Uh, at at fandom. Uh, the Superman and Lois showrunner teased a a badass new Superman suit, so they got rid of the stupid cape clips. It's just like attached to the costume. It like it d- doesn't look as stupid. It just doesn't look stupid. It looks like, like a breakaway cape. What'd you say? You don't like a breakaway cape? No, it was it was dumb. It was a dumb look. Have you not seen The Incredibles, Mike? But you gotta be. You just gotta be like fabulous and fantastic at all times, though. The breakaway cape makes you do that. Ha! So yes, I've seen The Incredibles, and Superman uniquely does not have those problems. Like somebody catches his cape, they're in trouble. Listen, like I don't know why he just never utilized the, huh? Going waving the cape from side to side, bullfighter style. You know, just having someone come at him and then sneaking up behind him. So this made me it. this made me excited. There is a Wonder Girl TV series with a Latina lead uh, hmm. in production at the CW. Finally, it's a Latino's time. Yes, dude, I think it's gonna be awesome. I'm very excited by it. Uh, I think that news actually paired right with the fact that in Future State, the Wonder Woman will be a Latina, Ooh. which is pretty awesome. I just I just love it. Uh, David Ramsey will be returning to the Arrowverse. I'm not calling it CDWverse. Fuck that forever. Uh, as both Arrowverse John... just flows off the tongue better. I'm sorry. It does. You, you said David Ramsey, and I just immediately pictured Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> like, but, but why? And was he? Okay. He was now. There I want him in Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put him in Suicide Squad. I'd love to watch him. Wait, no, I'm not going to say that. That's terrible. Listen, people got to eat. 
so he's coming back as both as John Diggle and as a director, which is cool. Nice. He directed a few episodes of Arrow and did a really nice job. So, do they know what show he's going to be in, or not sure? There. Yet. Not sure yet. I mean, Dig- Diggle's Universal man. Yeah, Diggle go anywhere. <laughs> I figure he'll probably show up in maybe like Batwoman or something. I feel like that'd be a good fit. Yeah, yeah. Dude has uh, been in the CW verse since the fucking beginning. Since the yep. start, yeah. Yep. Like the very first episode. And he's only gotten more jacked. Like, yeah. you just go back to season one of Arrow. You're like, oh, yeah, he's pretty in shape. And then you go to the last season there, you're like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> it's the same thing with Wolverine. Like, Freaking monstrous. The very first X Men movie, you're like, oh my God, Hugh Jackman's jacked. And then he's you get to the end, you're like, oh no, that guy God. was like flabby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Ava DuVernay sets a DC Comics drama Naomi at the CW uh, That's that character was created by Brian Michael Bendis um, she's pretty cool um, I'm just curious to see where it goes uh, so Warner Brothers is releasing their entire 2021 slate of films on HBO Max which for mm-hmm. us will include the Suicide Squad um, which is great yeah it's great yeah like look until until we get this whole vaccine thing sorted please keep me away from people uh, and maybe even after. I mean, keep me away after, from yeah, <laughs> just keep me away from people at all times. <laughs> uh, speaking of HBO Max, James Gunn is developing a Suicide Squad prequel with John Cena called Peacemaker. And okay. on that sh- on that show, Orange is, the- Orange is the New Black star Daniel Brooks will be on that show. And it will also have Chris Conrad and Jennifer Holland and Robert Patrick. So that, that is it. Like it quickly came out. And I'm happy to see that it's starring john cena <laughs> uh a third season of harley quinn will be on hbo max um it was it was really like touch and go for a little bit there because of budget concerns but it will be there like uh they've what? all god like what what concerns budget oh okay yeah gotcha yeah um the showrunners have have said that Bean is the one character that they will never kill off. I hope uh, not. <laughs> uh, I hope not either. I love Bane. I, between, I love what to do. Bane. Between Bane and uh, Shark. Bane. Oh my god. Oh, King Shark. Those, like, those two. Those uh, two need to stay forever. Yeah. As long as that show's on. Uh, Young Justice got renewed for a fourth season. Uh, we found that out at Fandom, and it will be called Young Justice Phantoms. Um, I hope it's better than the last season. Um, I was hopeful for a long time, and then it just it just pooped all over itself, and I was not I was not with it. Yeah. Uh, Doom, uh, yeah, Doom Patrol got a third season renewal at HBO Max, which is great. Okay. Uh, I think we talked about this on a Wednesday show as well. Green Lantern will get uh, an HBO Max series, hour long episodes, multiple lanterns, and I'm excited for that one. Decades and galaxies, like uh, if they just put production behind it, man, it'll look so good. It's HBO, so I'm hoping that they will, but like. I'm, I'm watching i'm like running through mandalorian right now and i'm like mm-hmm. man the production quality on this is so good like the aliens are so good the sets are so good dude like there was like one or two moments in that season i was like mm, that don't look quite right but yeah. anyway in general in general yeah like if you if you do even a portion of that with green lantern it's gonna look phenomenal oh i think God. i think they need to do exactly how or i'm sorry they need to shoot green lantern exactly how they did mandalorian um, I don't know if you guys have checked out like the the bonus um, nope, content yet, no. for the Mandalorian, but essentially, what they did was instead of creating um, 
or just putting like the actors and actresses in, in front of green screens. Mm-hmm. They built all the environments for the show Love it. in a game engine. And then what they did was they made like a dome that the actors were in. Right. So like the, the floor was, you know, whatever, but like everything around them was like the actual setting, but it was but like in a game one, engine. A one giant screen. So oh. now, now the cameras were uh, linked to the game engine. Oh. So wherever the cameras moved to, it would technically it would be like if you're in a video game moving like the right thumbstick. Mm-hmm. So like you know the cameras actually went to that spot in the game engine. Hmm. So uh, that's how they achieved like the look and feel that they did because it was an actual tangible thing that was there. It's mm-hmm. not just like a digital image like smacked behind somebody. Um, so if I feel like if they do that for Green Lantern. It'll just add because I know we've talked about this before on our Wednesday night shows, um, like differences between like Marvel Universe and why like the DC Universe doesn't look as good. And it's, you know, the old DC movies have that tangibility. New ones don't. And it's just like something that's so subconscious. You don't necessarily feel at the time, but it just doesn't feel right. I I think if they do this for Green Lantern, I think that's the way to go, man. It's it's the future of, of shooting stuff. I agree. Because it, it looks it looks so well well done and in place, like it's like oh my god, where are they shooting that? And it's like it's all made up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So a bunch of stuff from DC Universe got migrated over to HBO Max. Um. Starting back in like uh, November and then all the way up through December. So basically, if it's if it's on DC Universe, it's already it's already moved over. And finally here. We talked about this before. David Hasselhoff will be super, uh, be voicing Superman on Dark Dark Knight's Death Metal, the animated shorts on YouTube. I really got to find those because if they're anywhere close to as bad as I think, uh, it's going to be phenomenal. I feel like I feel like if they were ever to do like a like a faux Adam West Batman again, you know, like a like a sixties animated whatever. David Hasselhoff would be like the go-to person for that. It's just like his his voice can just do that like silly theatrical like over the top, you know, kind of you know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I I, I just think he would be the perfect person for it. Before we start off, DC TV, um, Titan season three. When's that supposed to hit? Uh, they just wrapped production on that not that long ago, so I, I imagine it'll be next year at some point. I feel like we haven't heard anything about that in a while. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's coming soon, but don't don't remember the ex- seeing an exact date. All right, uh, moving on to MCU and their TV stuff. Thor: Love and Thunder uh, started production, which is awesome. Uh, also, this will not be Chris Hemsworth's last Marvel movie. I know that he's he's been under a lot of speculation from a lot of gossip sites and stuff like that about oh he's he's so unhappy but though I feel like with Ragnarok and like the portrayal of Thor since then things got changed yeah, yeah I think he's cool I mean he's one of the old ones too I mean we're going on almost ten years since his first movie yep so what was it what was it like two thousand twelve I think it was twenty eleven twenty eleven the original Thor yeah oh yeah, yeah I think you're oh, right twenty eleven yeah yeah. yeah. Man, I have these right. dates a little bit too well in my head after that whole rewatch. <laughs> Retrospective, yeah. Uh, the 
uh, Black Panther movie has a Chadwick Boseman tribute at the beginning. If you haven't watched it on Disney Plus, uh, if you haven't, do so. It's very cool. Uh, right up front. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange started production back in November, which is awesome. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, also, speaking of Doctor Strange, uh, Bumblebee Thunderpatch uh, will be in Spider Man 3. <laughs> which. We've talked about this yeah, at nauseum on our Wednesday shows, but Jesus, that movie's so bloated at this point. In, ca- in case you know, people aren't watching those. You know, some some people are, some people aren't. You know, get in there, get in there. You know, you want to be in there. It's a good time. They're all on. They're all on YouTube at this point. I think. No, uh, maybe they're all extravaganzas, and who <laughs> doesn't want to be a part of an extravaganza? That is factual. Uh, Chris Pratt will be in Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, that that cla- that cast is just big real big uh this this <laughs> like this will get fleshed out later but like this this headline like made me laugh like really hard like in a really morose way a black panther 2 is set to begin filming in 2021 with shuri expect- expected to play a more prominent role who the fuck else yeah right <laughs> well i mean um what i last heard i don't know how substantiated this is but they were actually thinking about um making umbaku yes like the i new, saw that too yeah New Black Panther. Uh, we'll see. I I, I don't know. Um, I feel like Shuri's a better f- role, a better fit there. I think it's probably the better way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they want to go that more diversity route, because then you've got a woman of color as the hero. Yeah. Well, also, it just and she does take the mantle. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what this story, you know, calls for. Uh. All right. So a bunch of huge stuff that came out of the Disney investors meeting. So I'm gonna get to a bunch of that right here. So Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness comes out March 25th, 2022. Um, it will tie WandaVision and the next Spider-Man film in, which is great. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will be July 9th, 2021. Captain Marvel 2 will be November 11th, 2022, and will feature the new Ms. Marvel, who we'll get to in a little bit. Christian Bale will join Thor Love and Thunder as Gore the God Butcher, and that movie comes out May 6, 2022. Peyton Reed will be directing the third Ant-Man film called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, uh, and that will have uh, added Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. He was in Lovecraft Country, and um, oh god, what else? There's something else. Uh, The Five Bloods, that's what it was, with um, Chadwick Boseman, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther 2 comes July 8th, 2022 um, this is apparently they're not going to recast the character but we'll explore Wakanda and the characters introduced in the first film uh, John Watts will be directing Fantastic Four which makes me excited because I love Fantastic Four James Gunn has confirmed that his script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is con- complete there's been very little change since he left Disney and then came back all right, uh, some other stuff here. Uh, there was a whole bunch of rumors back and forth about whether or not Robert Daniel Jr. would return to Marvel. He was like, no, I'm out. I'm retired. Like, I'm doing other shit. Cool. Do that. Do that all day. Every day. Out for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just, just count your money, bro. Just sit at home and count your money. And when you're done, start over. <laughs> uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier will start streaming march 19th it's my dad's birthday happy birthday dad Woo-hoo. you get to watch falcon and Winter soldier by the way that new costume design for falcon looks 
pretty epic. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I haven't seen it, no. Oh, I've been trying so cool. not to see like anything. <laughs> That's smart. Uh, the the delay got the production delay pushed the release uh, of the show because it was supposed to release this year, but obviously that couldn't happen. Um, we will get the return of Batrock the Leaper, which makes me laugh because he's such a lame villain, and to have him now in a Captain America movie and on a Disney Plus show, yeah, let's go, let's go, keep it moving. Uh, it's uh, they've also added a star from the Gifted, uh, Danny Ramirez. Uh, so then we move on to some stuff for other uh, Disney Plus shows. Uh, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala, the people who directed Bad Boys for Life, will be helming some of Ms. Marvel. Uh, and also they have people who've directed The Punisher, The Walking Dead, Titans, um, and uh, people who've done documentaries also on the directing roundtable. So I think the show is going to be really cool. And it's going to be quite authentic as well. What what Punisher? The sh- the TV show. Oh, okay. I don't know if you meant like Warzone. Not the movie. Or- not the movie. No. <laughs> no, we're forgetting those happen. We're just what? We're just no, pushing. I like the I like the Tom Jane Punisher movie. <laughs> the first one, yeah. The first but, one, but what about the second one? one? I don't think I ever saw the second one. I I, I, just, I looked at it for like four seconds. I saw the trailer. I was like, I'm never watching this. <laughs> Wait, there's there's two Tom Jane Punishers? No. <laughs> there's a there's a different Punisher movie. They recast the Punisher. Right, that's Warzone. Yeah, yeah. I, I never, never saw that, one. that movie. Yeah, I never saw Warzone. I'm never watching. Like, you can't pay me. I mean, you might be able to pay me to watch it, but I'm not watching it <laughs> for free. <laughs> Bitch, for free? No, absolutely not. Absolutely Even not. free is too expensive. <laughs> you got to uh, pay me. Yes, exactly. Tatiana Maslany has been cast as Jennifer Walters, aka She-Hulk, for the Disney Plus series, which we'll see Mark Ruffalo return as well. I know she denied it for a little while, but then they were like, "Yeah, okay, she's here. She's here." Miss <laughs> uh, Marvel will be coming in late 2021 uh, to Disney Plus. Um, they cast uh, a girl named Iman Villani to play Kamala Khan. She's a complete newcomer. Uh, which I think is good because I mean you you struck gold with Tom Holland so keep it moving with your casting. I really, you know? really, really hope that they do this series well. It's not only just because like she's a fun character, but like what that means for like Muslim representation and stuff. Oh like, my I god! Really yes. hope they do this well. Absolutely right, and like she's like her stories are so good and so fun and relatable. Like it's very it's very much like what I imagine early spider-man felt like to people of that time period so like i really hope they they don't fuck this up uh they no pressure none 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 uh so they wanted a classic comedy sitcom feel for wandavision so the director and uh kevin feige went and sat down with dick van dyke to just kind of talk about like how to get like that that sitcom feel mm-hmm. which excites me for the show even more now because i thought it was going to be really weird but now it's going to be funny and probably really weird oh it's going to be real weird and so, that's what the beginning of january or uh january 15th 15th okay yeah. so, so to to that point though i thought it was hilarious because i, I believe I, I'm, I might have read the same article but uh what dick van dyke had said was the reason that you know the sitcoms the most successful sitcoms um, are based on things that we all experience. And I thought that was hilarious that he gave that advice to the show for WandaVision. 
because it's like thanks dick van dyke <laughs> great yeah we're just gonna have this this woman with this extraordinary power in this this android, android and we're gonna base this on things that everybody experiences and go <laughs> we'll see you in a couple weeks man i'm really excited for it i'm i still hate the title but i'm intrigued yeah yeah the i title, think it's gonna be great titles numb. again don't care about titles give me good content uh so it looks like florence Pugh's yelena belova will not only be in hawkeye the series which she started shooting and like the stuff in that looks pretty cool um she's actually going to show up in uh falcon and winter soldier as well so she might be taken over as a new black widow which would make sense Hmm. she's a black widow in the comics so let's get her maybe uh so there are 10 star wars series and 10 marvel series uh debuting on disney plus over the next few years that's a lot that's too much maybe look if if they're all mandalorian quality bro like i'm in i'm in i mean i don't need that much star wars stuff but if you say that the star wars does a different conversation but like i just feel like that might be a little too much like you're spreading yourself real thin at that point well well um, we're about to get into some of these shows real quick so you know it's not it's nuts i i I would have to say to that that point though like we're seeing a lot of people in the i know this is gonna be kind of like real but in the industry just absolutely taking all the hits like you know, all the people at the top are keeping their stuff, but all the people are actually making the content for us to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those people are losing their jobs. Yep. And how do you, how do you make jobs and get the economy back and rolling? Make you, a bunch of shit. <laughs> you make a bunch of shit and you give a lot of people jobs and you make those shows really damn good. So people will subscribe to the network. They'll, they'll watch the show. And, uh, you know, keep shit rolling again. People get paid. So, it's like something you know, for like Star Wars, I feel like can work, even though I'm not sold on that. Again, different conversation. But for Marvel, if they're trying to like keep this like interconnected universe like that, I feel like that's just too much to keep track of at that point. Yeah, uh, that's probably, it's probably accurate. But if you do keep track of all of it, like think about how enriching that experience will be. If you can, yeah, then yeah, sure. If you can, absolutely right. All, all right. right so, yeah, go ahead. Good. Good. I was I was gonna move on. So if you're yeah, so just one thing to to that point though, what Jesse said about like it all keep keeping track of everything. Um, you know, I I think at least in my head there is the way to do it would be you have all these characters, and sure, there's gonna be a shit ton of stuff to tell, you know, about each and every person, mm-hmm. but not everything has to be based in the realm of this is going to be connected. It's like, just tell, tell that story with like maybe one or two things over like us, like the season that's going to actually impact the greater, you know, the greater universe, if you want to call it that. But, you know, not, not everything has to be like, Oh shit, this is, you know, over, over my head. And this, this goes a long way. Yeah. Like you stop to think about it. Like think about like black Panther, black Panther was basically a standalone movie. Yeah. True. Everything else has happened outside on the, on the outskirts and it didn't affect that movie at all. Yeah. So I, I think there's a good way to do it. And I actually trust them to do it well. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully they do. All right. So as for the shows, there's 
ton. So we have Loki coming in May 2021, which we knew that was it, it, it took a little production delay, but it's you know back on track. That was uh, awesome. Uh, what if the animated series from Marvel is coming in summer of 2021, which it turns out Chadwick Boseman has recorded several episodes of, which mm-hmm. is awesome because I get to hear my king's voice one more time. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is back as Nick Fury, and Ben Mendelsohn will be uh, in in the the show as well. Secret Invasion. Um, I just I don't know how you tell that story accurately because scrolls are supposed to be the enemy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, like I assume that you have a plan. Uh, Dominique Thorne is a genius inventor as Riri Williams in Ironheart which will be um, on Disney Plus as well and will be about the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. Now, that so, one I'm excited for. I'm very excited for that. Riri's a cool mm-hmm. character. Tons <laughs> tons of sass. So, Jesse, yeah. buckle up, baby. Uh, Don Cheadle will be back as Rhodey um, in Armor Wars, a, a series coming to Disney Plus. Um, it, it's basically a story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true, which is what happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands. Um, except you know Tony's not not here. Didn't now. we get that in like Iron Man and Iron Man two, three, and Iron of. Man three? So, sort of. <laughs> like I feel like it'll be a little. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, guess I guess yeah, I guess you could say one and and two <laughs> and three. Yeah, but like it's not like straight up Iron Man suits. I don't think so. I think that's pretty much where that. Let's let's put money down right now and the span how, of the iron all, heart money? series how much okay? money <laughs> so this the, all right oh uh, let's 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 say 25 bucks let's right. let's, let's go low stakes here right. um right. so 25 dollars says that within the first two seasons at some point riri williams will get pepper potts's armor, armor? From, from the rescue armor from Endgame. no I'm it saying ha- no. it, it's going I'll, to happen. I'll take that bet. That's, okay. There's hell no. It's a hell no. Okay. So I'm right. saying out of the bet, but I don't think it'll happen. Okay. Jesse's a witness. Mike, you're on. So you're is down. every other person listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm the actual tangible one that can actually make something happen of this bet. So <laughs> there, there is so much accountability right here. Uh, no, but I feel like giving her a suit of armor will be a bit of a cop-out i feel like she's the type that would make her own she armor. has to build oh, she has if, she to. if she doesn't build it i'll be i'll be furious it's yeah. it's going no like uh, uh, that's what i'm saying like she's going to build her own armor but something's gonna happen and it's gonna be like hey perhaps gonna be like this also here. happened and you need this right now you know, also with this suit right there are some rocks that go in your vagina enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Moving swiftly along from that, um, <laughs> I I feel like if that sort of thing is going to happen, what the rocks in the like, vagina? That's no, already happening. No, no, no. <laughs> if they're going to give her a suit, like Pepper's going oh, okay. to give her a suit, I feel like there's enough that Tony would have stockpiled somewhere that they would. She would probably just give him one that Tony had made previously. Like the guy made so many suits because he was bored out of his mind. Like, yeah. There's got to be a stockpile somewhere. Maybe a little crazy. Little, well, little just, just a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, James Gunn is writing and directing the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming in 2022. 
And then there will be a Baby Groot series of shorts on Disney Plus featuring new and unusual characters. Uh, and it will be called I Am Groot, um, which, you know, Groot. That's cool, cool man. I, I actually am all for that because Groot. Uh, I mean, Get that they, 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 have so, they have so many characters, and I feel like Groot is one of those ones that can just spam can make toys out of gen- generations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it appeals to adults, and then you can also do something for kids. Like it's just, it's a good move. Yeah. Um, okay. So Marvel can actually reboot Iron Fist and Luke Cage uh, as of October. Uh, whether or not they do, I don't know. They've got a ton of shit going on. So we'll Iron see. Fist, probably not now that they have Shang-Chi. Yeah. Like, I feel like that kind of fills that void. Yep. Luke Cage, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Hellstrom debuted on Hulu. I don't know if you guys have watched that. Uh, it's, Forgot on it my, existed. it's on my queue. I, I, I just, time. Time is is very difficult uh, with with kids in a series like that. And Doom Patrol. I can't watch, like, I, I have to pick and choose my moments here. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 3 and Venom 2 won't release in theaters until the pandemic is over, confirmed the Sony head. Um, he says, what we won't do is make the mistake of putting a very, very expensive $200 million movie out in the market unless we're sure that theaters are open and operating at significant capacity. Smart move. Yeah. We, we know Spider-Man is coming much later. Um, there is a live action Silk uh, series being developed at Sony. Let's okay. Just love Silk. Uh, I mean, <laughs> great. Keep doing it, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, we talked about this. Jamie Foxx's Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man Two will be in the next Spider-Man film, as as well as Alfred Molina's Doc Ock and Thomas Hayden Church and Willem Dafoe. Like they're just going. The like, other friends. Spider-Man. I'm ty- I'm terrified. They're probably like three different Uncle Bens. <laughs> yeah, well, let's shoot them all all at the same time. <laughs> let's get rip that bandaid straight off. Bang uh, bang! I shot you down. <laughs> I'm I'm concerned that movie is going to be a little too much. Like, like can we just can we just chill? Uh, we talked about this. Tom Holland got the Spider-Man three script on an iPad and then broke it immediately. <laughs> just like, bro, <laughs> bro, uh, you klutz. All right, and finally, some video game news here. Uh, Avengers delayed their Black Panther reveal out of respect for Chad Pilsen's passing, which is the right thing to do. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales released back in November uh, on PS5 and PS4. And although it was a great game, it has sold 70% less than the original game. Yeah. So I think these two games in particular, we're going to go back and talk about on our next episode. Because I, I, first of all, I feel like we need to do a video game episode. Yeah, there was two big superhero video games that came out this year. So yeah, we, we need to do that. One great, um, one not so great. Yeah. Uh, so Spider-Man... The remaster for PS5 brought a ton of changes, including a new face model for mm, Peter. I hate it. Yeah, I was not a fan. I saw it and I was like, "That's I don't like that. I don't like that." They, at all. they claim it's because it fits better with the voice that Yuri Lowenthal did for the character, but mm. I like the original face more. Same, same. Um, oh my god, I, I I should not be allowed to do that. It's their fucking opinion. Yeah. Like, like, especially after there's like, like that face is now burned into my brain because that's what I played as. And like, yeah. If I decided to pick up the remaster, I'd be like, ugh. Oh, well, I mean, he shows his face in Miles Morales also, but it's like, 
I get that like you don't see his face that often because it's under the mask most of the time, but like I know. Yeah. And I yeah. hate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, I, I could see it if people were in like an uproar about, oh my God, this Peter Parker looks like horse shit, you know, but no one said anything. <laughs> like, why would you do they it? All point, they all pointed out that like the new one looks like Tom Holland. It's like, why? Like, but we don't need it. Why? Like I like the old face, actually. I think the old face suited it better. Anyway, that's, yeah. we can discuss that later. <laughs> <laughs> we, we certainly will. All right. uh, Marvel's Avengers has a bunch of DLC coming. So there's Hawkeye. There's two Hawkeyes. One, um, Kate Bishop. One, Clint Barton. Uh, obviously, on PlayStation, the Spider-Man, which is fucking stupid, and I want to punch everybody in the face. And I mean, you can come over and I can redownload it at some point. <laughs> I guess oh, that's your new house. So it's all right, you deleted. I love it. Oh, I deleted it as soon as I finished the campaign. Anyway, that's a that's a story for our other conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as well as Black Panther. Uh, and finally, here speaking of Marvel's Avengers and Black Panther, they revealed the voice actor Christopher Judge, who does the latest version of Kratos in God of War. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which that's and, got a sequel coming out. I'm excited for. Yes, yes. Ragnarok. And that's your news. Jesus. Woo! That was a yeah. lot. Yeah. Mostly news. Okay. So let's get into, I want to say the main topic, but honestly, I think the it's news. The only topic. <laughs> there's, the only there's, topic. Two, there's two main topics tonight. One, <laughs> the news, and two, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, if you have not watched Wonder Woman 1984, please go watch the movie uh, and then come back here, listen to what we're about to talk about. Because we don't get on it too, because it's only streaming for 31 days. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that uh, only just the other day, and I was yeah. like, oh, it's only streaming for a couple of days. Yeah, couple, it's like only for weeks? a month. Yeah. And like, okay. I mean, I'm sure it'll be back up there it'll eventually. But... Yeah, but nope. I didn't know that at all. I loaded it up. I'm like, oh, okay. That's dumb. It's, just, it's, it's, it's the most stupid thing they could have done because it's like it, pretty much the whole world is being presented with facts and data about, you know, when <laughs> it, it might be remotely okay to go back into a movie theater. Maybe. And, and if they're <laughs> banking on people, you know, buying a physical copy or going into the theater. I don't know. Um, it's pretty much not going to happen uh, until maybe a year from now. So maybe try and rack up the subscribers to HBO Max and keep it on, you know, keep it on your streaming service. Yeah, because right, right before they released it, they were like, no yeah. more free trials. Yeah. No more free trials. Like, you yeah. got to pay if you want to watch these movies, which, I mean, I guess. Streaming fair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. But, you know, keep it the fuck on there. It's, yeah. it's like. <laughs> to be fair, I think the free trial thing was like only meant to last for a while. They didn't mean for it to last forever, and it just yeah, happened to be at the same time. People. Like, yeah, but I, here's a free trial. Yeah, I think on. it just like <laughs> happened to like this is when they wanted to end it anyway. It was just coincidence. I, it's capitalism, so they probably intended it to happen that way. But <laughs> I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> All right, so uh, I have a I have a synopsis here of Wonder Woman that I will read. 
real quick fast forward to the 1980s is wonder woman's next big screen adventure finds her riding lightning across the sky donning wings of gold and chasing a dream while in pursuit of two new formidable foes hi jason sue uh (laughs) it's just such a bad description of the movie uh so I'm, i'm sorry that's the official description yeah that's on uh that's on hbo max like right now right now i just literally pulled it up on my phone and like i read the description that's the one who got paid <laughs> to do that oh my i don't God. know but i'm in the wrong line of work oh my if, goodness if that's the case uh okay so what like overall what, what did you think about the movie <laughs> oh lord guys this movie this movie is fucking wild <laughs> <laughs> i it was <laughs> jesus so I, I looked at it from two lenses like if if I just took it as a base experience, it was not great. Yeah, <laughs> didn't love it. But like after I like thought about things thematically and deeper, like it was a little better. But like I don't want to think about a movie that hard to determine whether or not I enjoyed it. You know, there was so many times when I was watching this movie that I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> and I feel like even now, I don't think I fully understood the plot. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. So I'm going to say something, and it's probably not going to be super popular with people who really love the movie, but I felt like it was a forgettable movie. Like, watching the plot, like, I was like, I like at the end of the movie, I was like, okay, what really just happened? I, I can agree with that. Like, And, and I was I, like, I don't know. <laughs> overall, like, I did, did still enjoy the movie. It was still fun. Yeah. But... I don't know if I would really remember it that well. I don't know. It definitely was not as good as the original. I will not. No, it's it's guaranteed I won't. Sam. Yeah. Um. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's even 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 from the beginning. Like I can I can see how they were trying to set everything up, and you know don't don't take shortcuts. And then they have like, you know, they they had Diana in the in the beginning as a as a child, you know, taking a shortcut. Uh, you can't do that. Uh, slap on the wrist. Fuck off for about you know a hundred years, and then you're in 1984. Steve Trevor's dead, and Wonder Woman wants more time with them, and then she finds that oh my god, you know, some MacGuffin. some. <laughs> something has put him here what could this be an easy solution yes it was oh my goodness so you know then there there's that and then i it's just uh the the flow of the movie i think was how it should be because you know it was just the way the way it was written i i think the flow was fine but things were just confusing because it just wasn't written well. Um, speaking, go ahead. So go ahead yeah. with that. Uh, speaking of Steve Trevor. <laughs> so when they first announced that he was going to be in this movie, I was like, okay, great. Um, I know he's dead, but like I, they might have like, oh, maybe Diana just sees him every once in a while, like in her head sort of thing. I'm like, kind of a trope, but I'll accept it. Fast forward a few months, they're like showing you some more footage and stuff. And like, no, he's actually physically there. So I'm just like, how the fuck are they going to manage that? So I'm like, I'm thinking of all these different things. Like it's DC. They could bring in a Lazarus pit somehow, even though it's more of a Batman thing, but whatever. Um, so I'm like thinking of all these different things. And then I finally watched the movies and spoilers. 
it's a magical wishing rock that never once crossed my mind. Oh yeah, by the way, we're we're full spoilers here. We're not we're not dancing around <laughs> anything. We we just don't have time for that. But as soon as they did that, I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah. So for me, I think one of the first things that stood out was how unbelievably good looking the four main pillars of this cast are. Like it's almost unfair to have four people who are that pretty <laughs> same movie like pedro like, pascal pedro pascal Gadot, like, like kristen super wig yeah kristen like, wig was in phenomenal shape and looked excellent and you know chris chris pine oh i always the, argued that chris was the best of the chris's chris pine with the grays around the temple was like i was so jealous i was like oh, dude, oh lord like dude you look great great i will never have that because my hair will probably be gone by the time like the grisman temple so it's <laughs> <laughs> just just uh just phenomenal so, uh, another thing god yeah, go ahead mike i was gonna say another thing that stuck out to me was the music the score uh, and, and then i saw that it was done by trent reznor and i was like oh was it yeah i was like oh that's new that guy is just finding new lives everywhere he goes <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm so w- wasn't uh, so it was, it was Hans zimmer that did this I, yeah i was gonna say i thought it was Hans zimmer nope it was trent reznor uh didn't they flat out show Hans zimmer in like the credits they he did made, he i i think he got credit for a theme oh, okay because i think he wrote the 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 theme that gets used when she's on screen sometimes which uh, I did really notice, I did one? like. I did like how they kind of tweaked it a bit in this movie. Yeah, like there was that. like a little bit more slowed down, like quiet in certain points. I also found it interesting that, like in the opening credits, like Robin Wright was one of like the top build people in the movie. She's in the yeah. movie for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? All right, I think so... she was listed above the villains too. I'm like. What? All right. Order of appearance, I guess. I guess. Is this the Mandalorian credits? <laughs> uh so all right, so let's let's back up and talk story. So it was I'm I'm sorry, I'm looking it up right now. Hans Zimmer did score the movie. Then what did Trent Reznor do? Because he got credit mm. for I thought it was was score, but it could have been could have um, something else. Music, just general music, but his name was on there. Oh wait, was that Soul? That might have been Soul. It might have been Soul. Because they usually go with like the big, like Hans Zimmer is usually the one that does all the DC stuff. Uh, Mike yeah, Foster. um, I'm not seeing anything about it, dude. Yeah, nothing for Trent Reznor. Uh, Soul soundtrack. Yeah, Soul soundtrack. That's what it was. All right. Yeah, watch watch a few movies this weekend. Yeah. Clearly. So so Hans Zimmer. I mean, like. It, and it's funny that you mentioned that because like the opening I guess the opening music I was like this sounds like dog shit like who who did this <laughs> and and then it was like Hans Zimmer like it was some like fucking compliment like hey guess guess who honestly you know? at this point get Michael Giacchino or nobody <laughs> what's that Listen, at this point get Michael Giacchino or nobody Who's who's Michael Giacchino? He does like every other score that Hans Zimmer is not doing. So he does like Spider Man. <laughs> he's doing the score for the Batman. Uh, he's done the Incredibles. Okay, like like gotcha. 
every major movie that dude has done the score. It's yeah. unbelievable. I, I actually like laughed out loud because it was just so poorly timed and how dog shit the sound was. And I'm like, oh, Hans. Okay, Hans Zimmer, I guess, did this. Sure. All right. It's a story. This is this is pandemic Zimmer. <laughs> All right. No fuck Zimmer. All right. So starting from the beginning where they start with <laughs> Actually, let's do it by character. So Diana's story throughout the entire, which mm-hmm. obviously start with the main character. Like, so Sam, you kind of talked about her learning not to take shortcuts as a kid. Yeah. I think that was a good idea to start there to kind of set the tone for the movie. But like, I don't think that ever becomes fully realized. It wasn't, it, it almost wasn't like a lesson for her, you know, like there, there was, the decision she had to make at the end of the movie, you know, that like, all right, I have to let Steve Trevor go. But, and you know, it wasn't like a, an easy choice to make, but that, that wasn't like a shortcut, you know, by, by any means that was like the decision to make, you know, like. It's almost like the shortcut lesson is for her to teach other people. Yeah. But like, like it was a worldwide lesson. It wasn't for Diana. Yeah. And that's just like, it's a little off. Yeah. For me personally. Wasn't the shortcut bringing her, bringing Steve back from the dead. So like Mm -hmm. her telling Steve or wishing Steve away, that was undoing her shortcut. But, no, that's not a shortcut because he's, I mean, he's, oh. he's still dead. Like, there's you can't shortcut death. To, to be fair, until Sam mentioned it five minutes ago, I never made the connection between that opening scene and the rest of the movie. So <laughs> I went right over my head. It wasn't. It wasn't like her wishing Steve Trevor into existence again was a shortcut to get anything done, and therefore it wasn't a shortcut to get anything done by renouncing the wish to make him there. Like, didn't it didn't really help anything? You know, I mean, it even though, her. even even though, yeah. like, you know, her her wish was detracting, like taking away her power. Which it wasn't that was it wasn't like let's, a shortcut. Let's, let's talk about that for a second, because did they ever explicitly say that in the movie until like they finally said, "Oh wait, your wish is taking away your power." Because like until that moment, I was just like, "What the fuck was happening?" No, and <sighs> you know, it's like when they were, uh, I forget, I forget what country they they were in, but she was essentially when they like, were in Africa, yeah, or okay. the Middle East, wherever it was, yeah. Yeah, she was trying to push. Her, she was trying to like push two two like yeah. cars apart and could barely. I was like, do why it. are you and struggling? I was, I was like. The fuck? Yeah, like I she, put it together they, she should quickly, be but... like pushing those things like miles apart. Exactly. You know, and then it was like the to. next scene when they were back in the states that she was like, "Oh, all wishes come with a cost," and like this is happening. Your powers. I'm like, when did that get said? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Yeah. See, I thought it might have been like a transfer, like when when Barbara makes the wish that she just gets Diana's powers and Diana loses her mm. powers. I thought initially, but then I was like, Oh no, in general, in DC with magic and, and, and with it m- comes most with the canon, cost. Yeah. Yeah. All magic has a price. So there, there was that. Um, I also loved uh, just on like a, on a very low key way that she's just like, like chasing dudes off left and right. Like dudes like, Hey, Hey baby. She was like, no, thanks. She's just, she's just, like just does this like sidestep move and i'm just like yeah yeah that's pretty amazing 
and it was like you could tell there was a little bit of realness there yeah <laughs> from gal because she was just like no right <laughs> um and then like i felt like as she she goes through uh, later on like i actually loved the scene of her learning how to fly i loved yeah. it more than superman i was a little confused at first because i was like are they actually making her fly or is she doing like a Thor thing where she's kind of like propelling herself forward with her? Yeah. Cause that's what it made it sound like, or feel like at least it's yeah. like initially I was like, okay, they're making her fly. But then like in that same scene, they had her like whip herself forward. I'm like, okay, so they're doing that. That's fine. Whatever. But then at the end of the movie, they see show her like rocketing off from like, so which is it? <laughs> no, which... She can fly. So I'm watching the movie and I'm, I'm like, like they're like talking about like she needs a plane. I'm like, bitch, you can fly. Like, what are you doing? Just get up there and fly. And then like there's that whole speech from Steve Trevor, which I was like, oh, this is coming it's back just later. Just air and wind. Catch the wind. <laughs> she has to learn how to ride it. And I was like, yeah, I bet she I'm, does. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. They didn't throw in "Ride the Wind" by Poison. Ride the wind. I'm happy they never going back. <laughs> Till I catch the midnight sun. We, we're we're gonna get hit with with DNR. Uh, <laughs> Not with that singing. <laughs> None of those notes are right. Uh, so I I feel like uh, <laughs> just like finally unlocking that bit of her power makes sense. And then there was another through line that I caught as far as Diana call uh, is concerned, and it's the her working at a museum, like as like a curator and stuff mm -hmm. because that happens again in justice league yeah in the very beginning of the movie and we're like I'm like why is she there like that doesn't make sense and this movie kind of explains a little bit yeah so yeah so i was also thoroughly confused by the whole invisible jet thing like i learned how just, to do i i learned how to that, do this once i'm just like I did wait, what? I did the coffee cup and i lost <laughs> the coffee cup forever what it I'm just, what like oh I always wondered how they uh, managed to hide the mascara from the world so I kind of just figured it out I'm like what well I mean look you know, also have to keep in mind she's been inside her own home like just doing nothing because she has no social life so she's like huh I just wonder what powers I really have here. yes it just felt like a weird way to shoehorn in the invisible jet yeah yeah I agree it was it was pretty odd. It was cool to watch, though. I can't lie about yeah. that. Like, well, like, jet, like, I'm never mad. <laughs> never mad. It's just weird. All right, so let's move on to Max Lord, who, I mean, I want to call him the villain, um, but I, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I like it. Almost feels like it's more uh, Barbara Minerva. That's that's the true villain of the movie really because i think the opposite actually my uh, thing is i lost track of the story when it came to max lord like i lost track of his intentions so i literally do not know if he was the villain so he just didn't want to be a loser like basically yeah like, but then like how did that, nobody or nothing how did he get from there to like a sort of world domination sort of thing <laughs> like, and then also how the fuck did he know about that stone so, like, all right, if you, if you looked at all this stuff on his desk, he'd been tracking that thing for years. Yes, but, you know, usually, like, some, something that significant, they'll, they'll be, like, someone who has no business knowing about something like that 
you know, like Diana Prince knows about this. Who the, who the barely, fuck is this She dude? barely knew about it. Yeah, barely. Who is this guy who knows about this wishing stone? Uh, and like, how how did he... Yeah, but if you meet a doctor on a subway, you're going to be like, yo, show me your medical license. <laughs> it's tough. Like, you have to make that leap, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. It could have just... I think it could have been done better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it was a little flimsy. It was a little flimsy. And like... I don't know, man. Like he's just like he's like a shitty father. <laughs> also, where's the mom? Where's, yeah. where's the where's the other like, where's the other? There was know, so person? much left on the table. Like, all right, yeah, his his mom is is no longer with him with her boyfriend, but like you just dropped him off at, at his dad's and just like, yeah, I can't go with you because I'm off skiing. Fuck you, take the kid. That's your that's your kid. That's your time to be with your kid. Like, like no, you gotta be a responsible parent, please. <laughs> um and it's just like i don't know man like he was just like setting off all the nukes in the world like to what end like you're like you're you're taking a shotgun and blasting a hole in the canoe that you're in (laughs) that's that's what i'm talking about like how did he go from like this guy that just wanted to like make something of himself to that so i feel like it's ever so i guess it kind of wasn't him though it was was everybody is everybody making the wishes that they wished? I yeah. guess, but like, how did he still get from point A to point B? They didn't really like, f- I feel like, correct, I may not have been paying attention. I feel like I was, but I it feel just like it had to do with the stone, which I don't think they did a really good job explaining. So, yeah. Because but, the stone was supposed to be kind of neutered by that ring, but once he wished it into himself, it was like, on which they didn't explain again uh, they, well, so much of that central mechanic of the movie they never really explained well then mean, what happened to the stone they, the so i mean uh, yeah i know it's <laughs> a lot of problems i i guess uh, w- there were many leaps to, <laughs> to make so very, many leaps there were many leaps to make in that movie and i guess one of the few. ones that i kind of just accepted was the fact that when he said that he wished he was the stone that he could then, you know, like he imbued the power of the stone. So, you know, if he was making contact with whoever, you know, was, was making the wish, he could grant it. But, um, you know, so I, I guess based off of that, it wasn't a stretch for me to, to, to see like all this nukes pop up, you know, for and everybody wishing like oh yeah like we need to take care of this problem like i wish we had more nukes like an issue um, for me is that like he strays so much from who he is in the comics he's like a genius inventor who's just kind of a sleazy ass dude and you know he has powers uh, like he has like psychic powers and it's like okay he uses everything to his advantage and that's what i kind of wanted to see not a guy who was just tired of being like pushed over and kicked by the system i suppose and being branded a loser and inadequate especially in front of his kid and he had nothing really like he had nothing uh it was it was pretty much like a nothing company that was based on empty promises um based on the the idea that he might at some point find this stone which he did but i know other than that you know it's like absolutely he had absolutely nothing going for uh so let's talk about steve trevor 
in the movie real quick um so do you want to talk about steve trevor or do you want to talk about the dude who's actually steve trevor yes um like <laughs> what what happened there so it's just, just just casual possession don't worry about it just casual possession sure yeah, we're not like but she it was sees it... steve trevor but everybody else sees the dude mm-hmm. and like like so what happens <laughs> so well, I know we're all thinking it. I mean, they they woke up in a bed together. Yeah, they, and they definitely. So who was there? They definitely played hide the zucchini. So it's, <laughs> I don't know. Like it was his, it was dude's body. Like that's weird. Ash is weird. It's it's a weird concept. And like then she comes one of those things. The like the movie, like the full knowledge that they were. <laughs> They were hanky panky and like crazy, and it was his body, and he doesn't know. That's that. That's not. That leaves a whole lot of is, legal problems to me. Is that rape? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was trying <laughs> yeah. not to say it. Uh, I was just like, is that sexual assault in some way? I mean, he's he probably wasn't angry about it if he finds out, but because uh, he was like he was eyeing her up hard <laughs> in the movie. He's like. Hey, I like the snow. <laughs> like, all right, bro. <laughs> Turn it off, dude. <laughs> Let's I mean, I that it 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 took me it it took it took me a few hard blanks to get over <laughs> what was happening <laughs> in that movie. Uh for those parts specifically so i, I was will like, say what it was the nice fuck is going have, on here it was nice to have chris pine back in the movie yeah I, I just think he brings an earnestness to steve trevor um and just this like this real world old school wisdom uh through the character which i thought was cool um <laughs> but yeah there there were some there were some definite leaps there like he hadn't flown a plane in like 60 years man (laughs) yeah he knows how to pilot on yeah like that modern jet like that was no i want to fly it (laughs) like like, i would have looked at him like nah bro you ain't flying shit like you're not ready for these you can barely do a biplane like you ain't flying a jet (laughs) i i i love it i i did love the parts though when she's like yeah uh should have told you about radar though (laughs) Uh, <laughs> they can actually see us even though it's dark it's like, they'll never see us wait oh yeah sorry there's this thing <laughs> yeah that that honestly didn't bother me i don't know no, I, I i feel like so you know in the in the world that <laughs> that story occupies um a, a pilot who's supposed to, you know supposed to be this this great you know you know slick dude can just like come out of the blue again and just fly anything like that just that isn't so much of a stretch no no that, that stuck with me th- through the rest of the movie i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you so i happened and, and my head did that dog tilt i was like wait what yeah <laughs> just make any sense. no my dog tilt moment came a few minutes later when diana made the whole made thing invisible was, right yeah. yeah at that point my head was like completely upside down so it, oh my god know. It's the Fourth of July. <laughs> Let's just fly through this fireworks because that's not going to fuck anything right. up with the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was the no one's going to see this. I was like, "Why would you do that? <laughs> Why? It's literal explosions in the air. Why are you flying through that, bro? 
All right. It was funny. Right. My, my wife said the exact same thing. Like she saw all the fireworks and she's like, go away. Go away. <laughs> from like, go them. up. Go higher. Then, go higher. And I, I just had to like, whenever my wife says something to like the contrary, um, like even if I'm thinking, like, yeah, go go away from the explosions. Don't fly into them. There's parts where you know, they if, were if, like literally exploding on the plane, and I was like, what why? Yeah, that, that's too that's too iffy. If if she's the one who says it though, I have to be like, no, no, like that 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 jet was built to be you know shot at with heavy artillery. That's you know? not though. It'll be it'll be fine against some little mortar Even shell. Modern yeah. days jets aren't meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. I was, like all I could think was like, oh, what if they hit an engine? Like yeah, that's, they're gonna kill somebody. She's uh, gonna have to learn how to fly real fast. <laughs> <laughs> It's just riding the air. Yeah. <laughs> that scene uh, would have been a whole lot different. Uh, you know, and I thought it was it was smart to give her that anchor to to make her have to give him up. And it's probably forever, forever now, unless they decide, you know, let's just bring Steve Trevor all the way back. <laughs> I mean, I would love to have him because like he's to me, he's like a central part of Wonder Woman, but like Yeah. You kind of shot yourselves in the foot here. Yeah. Now, I I will say that, like, as an over, I guess, arcing thought about the movie, you have, like, people people always talk about, like, the difference between DC and, and, and Marvel, right? And you have all these characters for, for Marvel that people, like, latch on to. And even though there are, like, some, some godlike... Uh, characters i mean if you want to make the argument i mean thor's one of the least popular in terms of movies and thor is like the god character you know what yeah. i mean and if you want to go to dc with that um everything they did for for wonder woman in this movie by like you know she she made this wish and it kind of gave her this humanity yeah. right like she was she then became like super vulnerable because she has this desire just like any one of us you know she has this weakness and she leaned into it and because of that um you know she became like one of us and it you know it gave her this kind of relatability and physically so too you know she wasn't able to withstand damage um her immortality was kind of taken away a little bit and you know in that sense, I think that they actually did a kind of a good job, you know, um, if you like zoom out a little bit, you know, whether or not they explained it super well. That I think it can, would have been cool to know. see her like start to have gray hair as yeah. she lost her powers because she now has to age. Yeah. Like I, I felt like that would have been a better tell. Yeah. Of, uh, of um, change. I was honestly expecting something like what we saw in uh, what what was that one? We we just we just talked about it, where the uh, Wonder Woman's lasso broke. Um, what was that movie? Oh, it was Red Sun, Superman Red Sun. Oh yeah, we didn't just talk about that. We talked about like it feels like a year ago. Yeah, so I, I was expecting something like that to happen, and then you know the, like the wish to yeah restore the lasso and then restores her you know immortality but that didn't happen so you know there were there were ways that it could have done better 
sure. But I think like taking a God character and making it relatable, I think they did an okay job at doing it. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. All right, finally, let's talk about Barbara Minerva, a.k.a. Cheetah. Um, so I think from an acting perspective, I think Christian Wig takes a real transformation throughout the course of the movie from this like bumbling kind of dopey, brilliant, but brilliant doctor to this sort of confident person to this person who's just devoid of emotion. Mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a really good progression i feel like the writing for that character was what i had hoped that lord would also be but yeah, they they wrote her progression very well i thought about that during the movie itself uh, actually i was like they actually did a great job showing how like she gets all this fame and like power and then it just goes to her head yep the, yeah. I, I don't think they did it so well though like the the progression of like her acting and like the in, the intentions they were they were all there but i i don't think like i never once thought of her as a threat like seriously not once <laughs> really yeah because like it just it, it she just never like the the power never never if if she had gotten like full cheetah status, let's call it. <laughs> also, like I hate um, how she got to cheetah. Like I, I was going to talk about that like soon, but like I hate how they got there. But go ahead. If she if she had full achieved full cheetah status, what were you going to say? Yeah. It. So you know, if, if she had full cheetah status, like at the time where, um, you know, Wonder Woman also was less immortal, um, like at her lowest peak i feel like that would have been more of a better story to tell because it would have been you know more of a struggle to overcome but instead they put her at full cheetah status when wonder woman was just like yep i'm i'm pretty much fucking back you know like here we go let's rumble and it just wasn't as as much of a struggle so again from a comic perspective sure cheetah is close to on par with wonder woman from a strength perspective like they have very very even battles um but the real difference is they were actually friends first like real friends so diana is hesitant to fight her whereas she is like no i'm gonna fucking kill you like all the time so it's just like like that i wish had like with that connection there the betrayal aspect is, is a little more important you know, whereas Diana is kind of cold towards the end, that like battle in the water, she's like, yeah, renounce your wish. She's like, I'm not going to do that. She's like, all right, well, I got fucking shock you in water and drown you now. Yeah, like, I, I watched that. I'm like, wait, 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 did she just fucking murder Cheetah? <laughs> like, the and fuck? Like, and the thing is, Diana's supposed to be about compassion, like as a character. And I felt like that was wrong. Um, But like, I... So what do you guys think about Cheetah's look? Like, we all know that the problem with DC, a problem, has been how they depict endgame level villains. Not not like endgame Avengers, but yeah, like yeah. like the, the the overall. Like, so we talked about Ares like pretty harshly back in the day, right? And then I found out recently that Patty Jenkins was forced Didn't by the studio that, yeah. to change it, and I was just like, oh, that's why. 
It just looks yeah, stupid. Yeah, it was a rush thing. Um, so for Cheetah in this case, one thing I got to say is at least it wasn't cats. That's true. Uh, there was points where I was like, oh, please, God, no butthole. Please. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I mean, you didn't really get that good of a view of it yeah. for the most part. So, like, it was fine. Especially because so, it was like it was dark the entire time. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably why they did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing that I like the most about that character is the potential to, to move on from it. Um, like how it's going to progress, you know, because it clearly didn't end. I guess if you want to follow like the, in quotes, the rules <laughs> of, of how, how shit went down when people like, you know, took back their wishes in the movie. Uh, she didn't. So what the fuck happens, you know? Um, and that, I mean, I guess that kind of gets lumped into, the rest of the world too because what are the chances that every but, fucking person who made a wish took it back wasn't I she reverted at the very very she end she was but like I, oh. I think that was a big question that a lot of people had was like we know that by the rules that the movies established the only way to reverse the wish is if you physically renounce it she, she never phys- yeah she never physically renounced it and I think but if but if um, Max Lord renounced everything. Does that he became nullify he, them all though? She uh, no, actually, that's she the made, thing. She made the wish before. Yeah. yeah so like, okay. that's the thing. Like, okay. is the that's one thing that the movie doesn't really fully explain. Like, how do these rules work? Like, you've explained it, but now you're trying to tell us a different story. So also for me, it's like I feel like there's potential for a future movie as well because. Like, what if her journey is now? I know what it's like to be super powerful. What, what will I do to reclaim that power? And then, it like, Cheetah's supposed to be a curse. So if she seeks out the god that she's supposed to seek to make the, the bargain with to reclaim that level of power, and she's now cursed, like that, you, you can keep that rivalry going. Um, unlike every other rivalry because they killed villains or the villain has an untimely death and stabs themselves in the chest with a goblin glider because spider-man flipped out of the way uh you know it's just like ton, tons of random deaths that happen i will say that dc has a better track record for keeping their villains alive i mean you think about it um, I mean, suicide squad's not possible without I some mean, of them being besides alive. that but like aquaman ocean master didn't die and black manta didn't die and then Shazam, did uh, Doctor Savannah die? I don't think he did. Wait, did he get? Did he get consumed at the end? Yeah, he did. He might have been. He's dead. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I he, was dead. <laughs> he he did. But yeah. Okay, well, they still got a slightly better track record. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I'm not in love with killing off your villains because that that kills possibilities later on. Uh, but yeah, uh, I uh, if we give a, a score overall right now, about out of what? Out of five. five. I give it a three and a half. I mean, it's still fun, but it had a lot of like big leaps that it wanted me to make that I just felt like it could have explained a little bit better. I went three. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's not great. It's fine. I, I like the original better. Yeah, definitely. Is is a more succinct story. With the exception of the whole Aries thing, which now I know was 
forced on by by DC, and that that all, uh, automatically gives me a DC fucks up again, which I haven't done in a very long time. Uh, and you know, that's that's trash as as a studio to to really try and change a movie in the eleventh hour. But you know, is what it is. Um. I don't even think I would give it a three. I would go two point seven five. Really? Yeah. That that that's I understand that. I completely get it. Completely get it. Uh yeah. There there was there was some stuff I, I liked about it. Um but mostly I, I was just watching the movie. I was like, this what are they doing here, man? Like why? You know, there's just so many other so so obvious things that you could have done here and they just didn't um which is a shame because i eh, whatever but yeah and like the other thing too is i don't even think they they didn't even have that great action sequences in either like except for the the fight at the end with cheetah uh i i actually contend that there are parts of that that were not great like she oh, oh for on, sure i'm not saying that was on the armor but she puts on the armor and and basically used it for like force like she broke the wings off almost immediately yeah dude i mean she's not even that strong bro like just just throw her off and go beat that ass like what are you doing and they 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 built it up oh my god i'm so promo why did you have to bring that up why did you have to bring this up so they they built this armor up to be like this person held off like all these people for for such a long time and then it's like she she swoops in with this badass fucking armor within five seconds like right right off and uh here we go you know so what the fuck you know don't don't bring it up you know just don't do it it was so dumb look but jesus christ like you're so dumb can you can you use it more Uh, (sighs) so trash god it's just Uh, that that pissed me off fuck you for bringing that up Yes. Hey, I gotta talk about it, man. It was there. It was there. You should. You shouldn't have written the movie that way. Uh, All right. Uh, last thing. Did you guys see the Linda Carter uh, mm-hmm. mid credits scene? Mm-hmm. No. 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 What? Yeah. Go back. Go resume the movie from where you were. There's a mid credit scene. Yeah. Okay. And maybe, uh, maybe like, I was maybe I was too busy complaining to my to my. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't very long. It was no. like maybe like. But you would seconds. It. You would have yeah. noticed it. Okay. Okay. Probably she looks great. She looks like I don't know if yeah. probably before she looks phenomenal for being in her sixties or whatever. Just I was wondering if they were going to bring her in at some point, but yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, again, that's another possibility because remember she's supposed to be missing mm-hmm. if she shows up again in the future. What's she been doing? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So there's your, there's your options. Uh, you guys got anything else on Wonder Woman 1984? 84. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I had a mild stroke. <laughs> um, no, I think we hit basically everything. I think it's fun. Won't we watch it again? At least not for a long while. Not until you do your next DC retrospective yeah. in like six years. <laughs> DC animated could have done it better. That's possible. <laughs> Maybe. At least they would have taken time with more, with better, better story choices. Yeah. So, um, anyways, cool. I, th- I think that's basically it. 
Yeah. Uh, so next time we'll do we'll do a big video game show. No, oh, wait, huh? I did have something. Okay. Um, <laughs> in terms in terms of Wonder Woman 1984 being a a soft reboot for the oh fran- yeah for the for the franchise. Um, if, what was if, that? If if that takes place, if that's a thing, that means somebody in that movie. <laughs> was able to break the fourth wall and wished for a better DCU. Um, and that's exactly. <laughs> but then how did that wish stay? If so many other wishes were, it was the previous, were... it was a previous, you know, uh, uh, yes. Yes. It was an off screen wish. And well, I think it happens. Wish for that. Yeah. I, de- I definitely wish for that. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's all right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, hope so, you enjoyed quick, this twist cast, and I hope you enjoyed Wonder Woman 1984. There, despite what we have said here today, <laughs> there there are things to enjoy about the movie. Um, you know, just uh, take it for what it is. Hope for stuff to be better next time, and uh, yeah, subscribe to HBO Max because they're going to be giving us some. Some cool stuff and um, just support what they're giving us, you know, or else it won't keep coming our way. So everybody Uh, until next time, Mike, actually you have something else. Yes. Yes. So on the Twisted Cape side, make sure you hit up our T public. If you want some super cool, super sweet merch, Uh, looks good. Second design is up. So you should be a sale going on when you get this, it'll be uh, hot and fun. Uh, also follow us on socials please 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 we just crossed like over a thousand on twitter closing on 1100 thank every one of you for doing that every one of you who's checked out the show it's been fantastic we we've we've grown so much over the last year despite despite our our lack of production (laughs) i think this is probably what our fifth podcast this year (laughs) if that which is my fault by the way i think we end up like scrapping half of them on top of it because it's just a bunch of shit yeah yeah (laughs) my audio that's my fault uh but there's been mike stick stack and people are are seeming to be enjoying that so i i greatly appreciate that um uh outside of that just hang in there man We'll, we'll we'll be talking to you more more regularly soon i think i hope yeah maybe (laughs) all right everybody so thank you for checking out uh this episode thank you for checking out everything that we do uh until next time my name is sam i'm mike and i'm jesse everybody stay twisted stay safe and stay healthy 